There is only one way to appropriately start this podcast off. I need you to pull up a video for me from okay. the Olympics that happened today, today. which is Sunday, August As of 7th. Rec- okay. um, uh, you should have the link pretty much readily available. Um, but now, what this, is this? What this is this happened? Video this has happened. Here? This happened during women's cycling. Okay, which um, I missed. I was yeah, you I was were working, working, so I, I missed it. So um, go go ahead, play this, and I want to record your reaction from seeing this for the first time. So just okay. go ahead and press okay, play. This is a cycling event. I'm not watching that other one. I refuse to watch the oh, the, the, the French gymnast who broke his leg. Yeah, I'm not down with that, but we'll see what this happens. This is here. the the name of this video. For those of you wondering, is terrible accident and Olympic cycling event. Go ahead and I saw this happen live, so go ahead and oh, hit. Oh, okay, well, that's, hit I'm play. sure that was exciting. All right, here we go. Yeah. <clears throat> this is the Rio Olympics to me, right here. This represents the Rio Olympics to you. Is she getting up? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Did she? That, they're not. I mean, they're like, ooh. This looks. Ooh, it, this looks like a just, Faces of Death video. I mean. <laughs> Welcome to Al explains it all, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking shows. This is talk shows, and we are talking. The Rio Olympics 2016, and Seth, what did you think about seeing someone die? Possibly die. Man, she. Um, I was more concerned. I, I was more intrigued by the announcers because, first of all, is she alive? She suffered a concussion and some. So I think some slight fractures to her lumbar but she she that's it she's alive that's it. that's it after curb stomping herself it looked like so for those of you this is a, a video that um it it really is it's if you didn't know the context of this you would think you saw an individual die this is a cyclist uh hitting a curb during during a cycling event basically falling on her head on the curb like she didn't hit the her bike went over before the curb, and she went headfirst into the curb. And that, I think, is a perfect metaphor for the Rio Olympics. So, so getting back, okay, so she is she, surprisingly she, not that injured. Surprisingly alive, which is what I refer to all of those participating in the Olympics as. Surprisingly alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that being said, it, I, like I said, I was more intrigued by the, the like the announcers were like, Ooh, you know, they they lost their footing on that one. Oh. Not, oh, that person is probably dead. Oh, no. And, and I mean, that is, it's, so the American announcers, they, oh my God, what a heartbreaking loss for the American who came in fourth. How about the person that just died on that? <laughs> yeah, but the heartbreaking loss of life just yeah, now. and the ability to walk. It is a very sickening accident and this isn't the only accident that has happened uh, to uh, women men in cycling and individuals all over what we're getting into today folks is our opinions on this year's olympics to give you an idea of the rio olympics this year 
One of the first things that comes up if you type in Rio Olympics 2016 is the top five controversies for the Olympics. <laughs> there shouldn't be that many. No, normally there's like one controversy. You know, a bomb going off, somebody doping. Uh, this one has it all. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. You got I, your disease, you got your economy, you got... Um, yeah, uh, crime. Just yeah, we are going to we're going to break it down for you. We're going to talk a little bit about the Olympics themselves, some of the events, but I just want to give you an idea of what it's like for an athlete. Everyone who leaves Rio should get a medal for getting out of there safe and sound. Oh my god, it's 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 been insane. And and, and you know most of this news, I mean, like obviously, came out months, if not years. A year. I mean, you know, it's it's been yeah. well known that. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. So the first thing on everybody's mind is Zika, which if the crime rate is any indication, I think the Zika mosquitoes are a plague that have flown out of that giant Jesus statue and are trying to <laughs> cleanse <laughs> Rio and well, Brazil. No, they just want to get out of Rio because the crime's so bad. <laughs> That's why they've made their way to the United States. Honey, pack up your bags. we got to get out of here. <laughs> Even the mosquitoes are getting out of Rio. The, the spread of Zika uh, is a big concern for individuals traveling uh, to Rio, Brazil, and those going to compete. It actually kept some people home. Could you imagine working your entire life? There are athletes that live in debt because all they do is train right. and end up refusing to go because of threat of death. I, I sure as hell wouldn't have gone. Absolutely not. With, I mean, not even, not even the crime aspect just the zika alone man could you imagine the 100, 100 meter dash with mosquitoes flying behind you could you imagine how he's literally running for his life <laughs> it, oh i now it's starting to make sense it's it's uh it's a, it's a technique yeah it makes them perform harder yes so that they don't die <laughs> what we're gonna do it's a special 100 yard dash we're going to let loose <laughs> Zika-filled mosquitoes after you. There's a container right there. When you hear the starting pistol, it, bow, it actually just explodes into mosquitoes. <laughs> it's actually shooting mosquitoes yeah. out of the gun. <laughs> so, and just an aside, Zika sounds like, like a Swedish vodka. Like, it reminds me of Zima. Mm. Like, I could go to, like, a, like a house I think it'd club. Be yeah, it'd be refreshing. Like, oh, not... yes, I'll have the Zika, please. And they just pour you a clear glass. Of mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so the, the thing that is very dangerous with Zika is, as far as contracting it, you're, you're really not supposed to have sex. You really are supposed to stay abstinent when it comes to the, the Zika virus, but... You know, we're talking about all the things wrong with Rio. Olympic Village is a giant orgy. Yeah. They I mean, have everybody, to everybody, fly in condoms. Everybody knows that. That I mean, these, you know, like these athletes, these are people that are in peak physical condition. All they do, like you said, year-round, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, is train, train, train. These Olympics are 50% for them to, you know, try to win. And 50% of two weeks of just... Getting it in. Pretty much. <laughs> like I said, it is just ridiculous. And, and so, kudos, by the way, to, to landing uh, you know a date 
with any individual. If if you can break a language barrier, if your abs can break language barriers, you are in top physical condition. I mean, I I, I think you can easily say that it brings in probably the most physically conditioned people in the world. Yeah. I mean, it is the Olympics. There's no other. Yeah. Uh, if you're in the Olympics, you're mm-hmm. you're it. You're you're the yeah. Nobody, top of your sporting game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that uh, people at like hot dog eating contests, there's not like a hot dog uh, village where people are just like, oh yeah. That's because the hot dog eating community has not <laughs> rallied together and got it done. Same thing with bowling. Yeah. Why isn't bowling in the Olympics? <laughs> I want to see some top-notch bowlers in there. Well, to be fair, look, we're talking we're talking some pretty American sports. We did get golden shooting, so I thought that that was... Oh, so we can't... I mean, sports are sports. Yeah. Just because we created it, it's um, no, no, no. It's not allowed? No, I'm just saying, you know, hot dog eating and bowling, we should just have an American Olympics. What That's do you think why about that? a lot of food eating competi- uh, competitions are dominated by Asians. Yeah, it wasn't this year. Joey Chestnut came back. Yeah, you know USA, but busted busting chestnuts. We should get shirts made for that. No, <laughs> no, I, I no. <laughs> I pick. I I tried to find uh, uh, something good about yeah. that, but I couldn't. Not, couldn't a, not a reasonable request, but well, if you if you have to have food, you have to drink water. And step two for why Rio is going to kill you, the water is deadly. According to the Associated Press, tests conducted by the Associated Press last July showed Rio's Olympic waters were heavily polluted with human sewage, an alarming number of disease-causing viruses and bacteria. Some athletes felt ill or fell ill when competing in water-based test events. You only need to ingest three teaspoons of Rio's water to get sick. Do you know how easy it is to ingest three teaspoons of water? That's like a splash. It is. You know, it's funny. They, they stressed human sewage. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, ease, to ease the blow because it's one thing to have human sewage, but we'll be damned if it's alien sewage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't want one, none of that pig sewage in my water. <laughs> and tests conducted by the Associated Press. Could you imagine getting that assignment, Bill? We need you to go, we need you to go to Rio. Why? We need you to test the water. For what? Poop. <laughs> what kind of poop? <laughs> H- human poop. Okay. Okay. Now, tell me, Alex. You're just talking about. The natural water system, right? <laughs> the water indoors in the pools are okay, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're really not. They're just as no, terrible. No. It's it, all bad. It's all bad. So, okay, you're indoors. You're safe indoors. The water's not going to kill me. No, the building will. <laughs> 11 people died building the structures for the Olympics. They were killed during construction and events that were easily avoidable, according to sources. Every single thing about this event is trying to kill you. They died building it. It's built already. 
right? So it, it can't kill you. I mean, if it's built already... What is it, well, like what, the Great Wall? It's just constructed with the bones of all the people that died building it? it? What doesn't... Well, actually, in this case, what does kill you <laughs> makes the building stronger. So it's not enough that they already have their water system and mosquitoes actively trying to kill you. The Olympic Committee and those putting this together have decided, look, we don't have enough on your plate. So why don't we do this? We're going to need you to rush this because another issue was the economy in Brazil is tanked. And the Olympic Committee wanted to cut $530 million from a $2 billion building project. And if you know about the economy in Brazil, it is there are some very poor areas. And that's why crime is so high. So you're already starting a shoddy construction job, you want to cut $530 million from it. If you have a $2 billion construction job, people should be getting born during it. 11 people died during a $2 billion project. And $500 million, that's a quarter of the budget. Yeah, 28. So it's not like... 28%. It's not like, oh, you know, we're going to have to skip out on some luxuries. No, they skipped out on some necessities. Mm -hmm. Like using wood screws instead of actual masonry. I mean, instead of metal. I mean, just that much money is dangerous to not use. And again, this is talk shows, but I really, while you're listening to this, you have to take into account when you're watching this event on television, you have to realize all of the things that went into the went into putting this on and getting there and what's happening because it's not the the Olympics are not the opening ceremony. It, it is a much larger issue. And one of the biggest issues is crime in Brazil. This is the headline of the New York Times from today. Crime plagues Rio as Olympics begin, despite security forces of 85,000, composed of 23,000 soldiers who are working right now. 23,000 soldiers. They've been battling pickpockets. Um, They had 11,000 street robberies in June, an 81% increase from June of last year. And I'm going to read some of the things that have happened. The chief of security for the opening ceremony was mugged at knife point Friday night as he left the stadium. A stray bullet landed in the equestrian arena, just missing uh, a sports official. And on Saturday night, Portugal's education minister was assaulted as he strolled along Rio's upscale, upscale lagoon, the site of the rowing competition. That's just a couple of the things that have happened. So not only do you have your fellow competitor to compete against you better be you better be running the minute your eyes open the game started two days ago yeah essentially well as of recording sunday mm-hmm. so it's yeah we've had about almost four days uh of of the posting of this this podcast that games and all this has happened already yeah that's all happened already it is it may be exciting. Don't just look when you're when you're participating 
in the viewing of the Olympics. Don't just look at the results because you have to take into account just how much goes into putting this on. And look, winning a gold medal and breaking world records is a feat. Doing it during the Hunger Games? That's a miracle. I mean, if you've watched some of the... the uh, a lot of the competitions that are judged, you know, like your, your gymnastics, your diving, it is an incredible skill you have to learn over a period of years to do these dives. Not only to do them perfect, but to do them in sync, possibly with a partner, and to, to hit the water at the right angle so there's no splash. And to do that knowing that when you get out of the pool, you may be mugged. Yeah. <laughs> that just puts that much more pressure on you. That's tough. <laughs> No other Olympics, no other Olympians have had to deal with that. The 500 meter stab. Yeah, <laughs> you're just running to prevent from it's. Dude, they still they still haven't been able to successfully start a race because they keep hearing gunfire and gunshots going off, and it's not the starting pistol. They that, did have one um, swimmer who uh, had a false start, which is usually disqualification. Mm-hmm. But the judges let him back because they said, well. It is a little loud in the stadium. That right there is unheard of. Yeah. Because the, the you know I think they, the the announcer said, oh yeah, they, you know there was something that had been yelled, and it threw him off. It's like, no, like this guy's been training his whole life. He knows the difference between somebody yelling go. And the actual firing pistol. Well, to be fair, if look, if somebody yelled run at me in, in Rio, I would absolutely do it. No questions asked. If I'm on a if I'm on a high dive and somebody said duck, I would just <laughs> fall off of it. Um I mean they were yelling they were chanting Zika at Hope Solo during the soccer match. It just seems it's like Thunderdome over there. This is a bad max right now. <laughs> What is the Zika medal count, medal count so far? The Zika medal count? Medal. How many medals does the Zika have so far? Yeah. They are competing. I mean. Yeah, Zika is they, they are absolutely competing as much as the rest of the Well, athletes. they could be because one of the things that I love about the Olympics, watching the opening ceremony, you know, they've all got their theme. One of the things that always stands out to me, and it's one of my favorite things, it's the independent Olympic athletes. These are athletes that have no home, no country. They come from areas where, oh, that country was dissolved, or this country got taken over, or this person's the only person that lives there. So you have this entire three hour, it takes three hours to get through all the countries. And then all of a sudden, these guys walk out, I think in all white, uh, but walk out wearing whatever they want to whatever anthem they want. To me, that's the sweetest gig. Uh, this is Khrushchev. Uh, he comes from uh, a country that consists of three people. Uh, it's in the back of a Burger King bathroom on the outskirts of a, a Russian village. And uh, he's playing uh, the Six Flags theme song uh, by Vega or whatever. The, the right. Vega and if, bus is coming. Yes, if you look up at our big screen, you'll see everyone's favorite old man dancing. Now I'm going to have that song stuck in my head for the rest of the day. But Enjoy that. Yeah, but I, it always, that was, and look, I know that there's the refugee athletes and there's one uh, individual who saved her boat 
of refugees by getting out and swimming it and pulling it by swimming and saving 20 people. That's what the Olympics are about. That is by far what the Olympics are about. But on the other hand, I like the other guys. I feel like I would get together with these. Oh, man, where are you from? Oh, my God. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean you don't have a country? Those guys are like the men in black. Yeah, they they don't represent (laughs) anywhere. But that's the thing. So they, I'd I'd say I'd want to choose like individual songs. Imagine, imagine that. Imagine you're an independent Olympic athlete and you get gold. And everybody has to stand and put their hands on their heart and wait for your anthem to come up. I would, I would have like a tin can, and I would just record my voice going. <laughs> no, I would just just really crazy. Just to stick it to Rio a little bit more, I'd get maybe a Rolling Stone song, whatever cost them the most money. I like Rolling Stone Satisfaction or anything by Michael Jackson, please. I was, the Beatles, maybe. Woke up, stabbed. <laughs> Uh, really put it to him. Um, I just I was watching the opening ceremonies. I remember it from London. Um, it always it, that was to me the most interesting. You can have people flying in on zambonis with rockets strapped to the back of them, which is supposed to represent unity. But I'd much rather see a bunch of people in white jumpsuits just walking out to Little John, just being like, "We have no home." <laughs> Just shots, 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 yeah. shots. <laughs> just ready to party. Um, we don't even care if we win or lose. We're just happy to be here. Which, them being there is an accomplishment. Oh, I, you know, I have a training facility. I eat rocks for breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner. <laughs> the, only, the only liquid I have are my tears when I cry myself to sleep <laughs> like, the, in the jungle. <laughs> like, that is, and that is probably a true story. They, they're walking in and, I did not know the planet had this many people. This is just a stadium. <laughs> this isn't the whole planet, yeah, by the, the way. The Olympics, the, all, the whole planet's not in one room. You're kidding me. <laughs> what a beautiful place. <laughs> I met just this group of people today. Yeah. And I thought this was everybody. Yeah. On Earth. Oh, we are going to start a, a new dominion. We're going to take over. Um, but I, I just, that to me is the Olympics that people facing adversity, facing, you know, I, I, in 2012, I competed and landed wrong and my leg went through my chest. Four years later, I placed bronze. Like that is a comeback yeah. story. And then they have the people like he's been training since he was two years old. That, that just sucks. Your parents are really boring people. <laughs> you are too, probably. Yeah. Did we, you? It's like, have you even seen Batman versus Superman? <laughs> no. You were doing laps. Yeah. What do you do for fun? What is fun? <laughs> Did you see the new Civil War movie? My parents were in Civil War my, right now. My father died during Civil War so that I could be here. Um, but... We've only we've only had a couple of days as far as events are concerned. And the first event I saw, I almost flipped a table. It, it I saw it and I went, you have got to be kidding me. Let's talk about handball. You ever heard of handball? Handball. Um, 
sounds no, ma- it sounds, sounds like kind of like ma- uh, racquetball maybe no 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 handball sounds like look listen to me folks i want you to tell me if i'm making this up handball is soccer that you can play with your hands so it's like soccer full-size it, ball it is soccer it is soccer with your hands i mean the same size field i mean i'm, I'm picturing something much smaller scale yeah yeah a <laughs> little bit but it's it's like it's like a rugby Wait, so the, or racquetball with your hands but you you pick up the ball and throw it in the net instead of kicking it with your feet it sounds it sounds lazy it sounds, it sounds really like a game that the one kid who can't play soccer made up in order for it to be fair and he's the best at it that's handball it exists and you can get a gold medal in it when i went to elementary school if i was playing soccer and picked up the ball coach would stop it start start yelling you can't pick that up with your hands. Yes, I can. And I can win a gold medal for it. And not only that, but soccer, or football as it's called, is one of the biggest sports in the entire world. And here comes handball and is trying to make you unlearn everything you've learned from soccer. Just think about, think about this thought process, ladies and gentlemen. Football. That is, that is completely normal. Football. I'm, I'm going to go watch football. Either if if you're in or if you're overseas, that's soccer, or if you're here in America, I'm gonna watch football. I'm gonna go watch handball. It, it just it does not sound right. I mean, I, I picture people just slapping it with their hands, not even holding it or running <laughs> it, just like slapping it back and forth. Like no, handball. just throwing it in the net. And just, and handball. It's that dance right there. Uh, 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 Bone. Oh, sh- <laughs> oh, sorry. Born to handball, oh, baby. Angela. No, that's Tony Danza, not Chacha Volta. So there's handball. And I feel like to kick off the Olympics, it's all like parlor games. Remember in Vegas Vacation where Chevy Chase and Randy Quaid try to go win his money back and they go to that casino where it's just like... Pick a number. <laughs> pick which hand. Dude, which hand. <laughs> nothing was better than pick a number. He was that dude was sitting out here. <laughs> Seven, five. <laughs> Damn it! That's that is an Olympic sport. That is an Olympic sport. The there are go and watch that scene from Vegas Vacation, ladies and gentlemen, and you'll understand some of the events that are happening at the Olympics right now. Um, another one that I was watching. Way too serious for what you're doing. Table tennis. More commonly known as ping pong. Hey, big fan of table tennis. What exactly is your beef on it? You meddle in the other person messing up. Ninety oh, percent yeah. of the scoring is the other person hitting the net, faulting, messing up. I was watching it. I'm just like, you're you're just betting on. Like the coaches are like, yeah, way to go. And I'm like, what are you cheering for? The other guy screwed up. That's not something that he can control. And don't tell me it's, oh, it's how you hit it and it's setting them how up. Is that any, first of all, how is that any different from any other judged sports? Like the, the diving and the gymnastics. All you, you can do the best you can do, but your best bet is if somebody else screws up to win. Am I, am I incorrect? But you're, you're, not, you're not directly, there's not that back and forth give and take I mean, yes, you, you, well, first, you actually have more control over them screwing up. You can call, you can make them screw up. Can you? Yeah. 
but aren't you in aren't you in essence trying not to screw up yourself i mean yes but the whole you you're i mean it's uh, i'm trying to compare it to another sport it's similar to i mean to normal tennis yeah i mean it is you're trying you're trying to put or do put the ball or do something to the ball to make it difficult for the person to hit it i i guess the reason it stand that stood out to me is because tennis there's more flexibility you have a whole court to work with right whereas table tennis is essentially patty cake going really fast and then one person messes up and it's like ah you got silver like it's just <laughs> it's a very and let me tell you something if you watch people playing table tennis professionally serve the way that they wind up to hit it looks like it looks like the final blow in like a Japanese anime. It's ah, and then they <laughs> just it's all this power and then they barely tap it. <laughs> it makes you wonder because I didn't get to I haven't got to see any of the table yeah. tennis so far. But man, they, they, I hope they got some sweet gnats, some sweet gnat <laughs> sound on that. We're actually playing table tennis right now. Yeah, I set it up before the, yeah. the podcast. Um. But if you watch it, there is the surge of energy, and it's it's unlike a lot of other sports that you see because the the wind up and the build up and the payoff are two different things. Now, once you get a volley going, that's when ping pong really shines, and that's what I'm like, man. And that's what's exciting. Oh, yo, that's man, super that exciting. Forrest Gump level ping pong is the best, but. What I like about the Olympics is if you really pay attention to it, yeah, uh, basketball and swimming and volleyball, there are people that dedicate their entire lives to some really weird things. Like, I feel like if I was at a party one night and I was drinking, just, man, I'm really good at ping pong. (laughs) If I just like played ping pong for four years and then really dedicated myself, I I don't have to start at two years old. And he's a ping pong prodigy. I feel like it's something that I could pick up and just be like, I want a gold. I want a gold medal. I was sponsored by Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, Forrest to play Gump for, was yeah. in his early twenties yeah. before he started. I mean, he had already done so much, and he was a damn fool with a heart of gold. So I feel like if I train long enough in a sport like that, like power walking. Look, man, I cannot tell you how many emergency bathroom visits I've made where I have done that same walk (laughs) and felt like, man, I made it there in record time. (laughs) But were you abiding by all the rules? (laughs) They have strict rules, man. Dude, I I have those like 90 sunglasses on with the tank top. You gotta have that. Those short shorts. No, not short. I mean, you gotta have like a skin tight suit, aerodynamic helmet. Remember, one foot has to be touching the ground at all times. You can't be jumping. You can't be running. Yeah. Oh no no no! Because you you don't because you can't run. Right. Yeah. You can't. That, but that's but you see when you run when a human runs, there's a small time where both feet are off the ground, and you cannot do that. That is against the rules. When a human runs, they have. <laughs> well, no. I'm I look. I'm human running to make some human sewage. <laughs> Well, you're in the right place in, in Rio. Then. Yeah, I, I'll never forget that episode of uh, Malcolm in the Middle where uh, Hal 
course, portrayed by the wonderful Brian Cranston, uh, just for some reason starts getting getting into power walking, and he has a whole rivalry with this other guy. But yeah, they they take it seriously. They do mm-hmm. not mess around. They also dress like people who work out at amusement parks. Yeah, they have what looks like. Um, <laughs> you ever you ever you ever seen that? You ever been in a music park and then like somebody who's working out just kind of passes you and it's like, what are you doing here? That's are they are they the same ones? Like, at a, I mean, I don't frequent amusement parks that often, but but the mall, the people yeah. that, that they go to the mall yeah. when it opens and just very much do so. laps. Yep, it's like they have played. They, you heard of a gym or the park, but you're coming to the mall. At Could you 10 imagine? o'clock? So if you're training for power walking at the mall and you get to the Olympics, you're all of a sudden like, where's the teriyaki chicken samples that I always pick up? Yeah, that's the-, the only thing that keeps me going. <laughs> I power walk for two hours and I stop at Saboros for two slices of pizza. <laughs> oh, we need to have, we, dude, we should have a mall Olympics. <laughs> We, we try to hold the it's like kind of like supermarket sweep but we hold a oh, version okay. of the olympics in a mall with things that we could compete in <laughs> like the 500 meter dash like you take something out of, of forever 21 and see how, see how far, far you get, get. <laughs> i'll be there in a ref's outfit with a whistle time see how many um how many double doozies cookies that you can eat? Ooh, some dub doozies. Before your foot falls off. Look. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, do like five rounds, eat a dub dooze, and then try to keep power walking. Did you know that you can get a double doozy cake? What, like a double stacked yes. cake? Yes. You, know, you, know, the- you know the cakes you get? You get the, the layer cookie, whole layer icing, another layer cookie. That's right. Double doozy cake. I am ejecting. Like some math formula that I learned ten years ago, in order to store that information in my head. You heard Just it. Remember, he- you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Al explains it all. We're explaining to you how to eat double the amount of cake that you normally eat. I mean, I know that so many people have gotten one of those wonderful cookies filled with icing. Going, there's not enough sugar in this. <laughs> I need this in so cake form. Let's double up on this. So. The, the question does remain, instead of Mall Olympics, if you could compete in an Olympic event, winter or summer, what would you want to compete in? That is a tough one. Because it's funny, you know, and one of the things I love about Olympics, you mentioned, you know, basketball, volleyball. I love about the Olympics is that it's the time that you can watch the sports. See, I don't care. I used to follow the NBA big time. I was a huge fan. But I can see basketball anytime. Even volleyball, to an extent, is a pretty common sport but there's so many events that the only time you can ever see them is during the olympics and that's what i love watching now to answer your question if i could compete in any of them um i think you know we we mentioned uh, you know ping pong table tennis is my game um i think that would be the best option for me Mm -hmm. to compete in but I mean, like I said, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of all the different stuff. Yeah. I'm seeing fencing on right now. Oh, I've never fenced in my life, but <laughs> exactly. I'd like to try. Yeah. And, that is, and, and I, we should keep summer and winter Olympics oh, separate yeah. because oh, yeah. winter, mm-hmm. oh, I want to I want a luge. <laughs> I want to. It's just control falling. I want to do the two. I want to do the extremes of both. I want to luge mm. and then curl. 
Oh, yeah. That'll keep me safe. Luge is on the brink of death. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, curling is just nice and easy. Well, you talk, you talked about the basketball team, and it it clicked for me the other day. The U.S. men's Olympic basketball team are the are the Harlem Globetrotters. I thought the Harlem Globetrotters were a parody. Watch how they play the other countries. It's literally the Harlem Globetrotters playing a basketball game. Well, I tell you, I don't know. I don't. I, know, I don't even know if the men have started playing yet. Oh, as of Sunday, yeah, they have. But the women are apparently dominating. Yeah, like wrecking shop. It is. It's. It literally, it would be like going and seeing them, the Harlem Globetrotters play. They're like the Scooby-Doo version, too. Like standing there, spinning the ball, holding somebody's head away and just flicking it into the basket. They're, I mean, it's kind of a, um, it's kind of a win-win. Because you could, you, if you get the ability to get onto the team, you don't really have to do anything. Yeah. Everybody else is just like, I'm just going to slam dunk it like 40 times and then go back on the yacht that we're sleeping on, the basketball team is sleeping on a luxurious yacht because they're worried about, uh, I guess, Olympic Village standards or something. So they basically are out in the middle of the water. They can't get robbed, can't get shot. So all they have to worry about is one another. (laughs) Well, here's what's unfair about the basketball situation. I figured out a long time ago. Is that the Olympics represent, you're taking the best athletes of each individual country yes. and putting them together and having them compete. Well, for the Olympics, that's still the case. If we have any um, foreign uh, NBA stars, they will still go represent mm-hmm. their countries. Yeah. So when you think about it, the NBA is the actual Olympic team, is yep. the actual Olympics. Yep. Because we're taking all the best players yep. from all over the world and, and putting them in that league. Yep, absolutely. And so look, it's the exact opposite. So I, why I, even do it? Yeah. I'm all for all races, creeds, colors, mottos coming together. You know, I'm very proud of the, the men's basketball team. I really I don't want to knock them. I'm, well, only, no, I'm, course, all, I mean, I'm only making fun of them because they're at such a skill level that I can. Because it's humorous oh, yeah. to see... Other team and look, you've got to have some gonads to say we're gonna go. We're we're gonna play America in basketball. <laughs> Can you imagine? And and again, this will probably get into a whole argument amongst our our bigger or anybody that actually pays attention to sports because we really don't. Yeah. But imagine the old dream team from the nineties mm-hmm. when you had just. The the most epic yeah. group of basketball players in the history of the game playing. That I mean I I, I mean I was young, but I vaguely do remember watching it, and it was just these are the best of the best. Yeah, you know I mean clearly obviously each team we have are the best of the best, but these are the best of those best. Imagine imagine being in a sport that you know because baseball not there. Uh, football, not there. Basketball, you are competing against one another, and then at the end of the day, you're just like, "We're gonna go, across, we're gonna go overseas and whoop up on some guys, and just be able to be confident in the fact that like, I joined a sport where I'm gonna get a gold medal if I stick with this. I mean, that's a pretty, yeah. that's a pretty cool gig. So I've thought about what I would compete in. I've really thought long and hard about this, 
and it would be swimming because it's indoors. It is air conditioned. I'm in water. I'm not out in the heat for five to 10 hours. I'm in a cool, nice pool. And if I lose, I have an excuse because I'm on the same team as the greatest athlete in that sport ever. So if I don't medal, it's not like, hmm, I guess it just wasn't my day. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm swimming with Superman. So right. Oh, I, I, I'm not Michael Phelps. Yes. I wasn't trying to be. Literally. Literally. That, that's what I think. I would be able to say we placed. I got a gold from being on the same team with this ungodly freak of a human being. Mm. And all you know, kudos to Michael Phelps. Kudos to Michael Phelps for being able to roll a doobie. Smoke a smoke them up, and still be able to just be like, all right, okay, I'm just gonna go blow these dudes out of the water. I mean, look, the dude broke world records galore, um, not four years ago. Eight was it? Eight years ago? Yeah. I mean, when 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 he yeah, because this is his third yeah round, right? Blow. I mean, just blowing world records out of the water. The entire country. He's been spending his whole life training and consuming 18,000 calories a day just so he doesn't die from his workouts. <laughs> Let him freaking he, smoke a bowl, you he, know? He Let probably him... needs to in order to eat that much food. <laughs> he has to. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, Russia, all of their athletes are doped. They, are, they have been accused of doping, and they were allowed to compete. So they have a distinct advantage. This dude is high as a kite diving into a pool. You better be happy he just did dive in and then float up with like face up towards the ceiling going, oh my God, man. Have you ever put your ears under the water? It's like you're here in a whole different world, man. <laughs> the only reason they... No, he's swimming. I was going to say he, he dives. They actually got him to compete in diving this year. Because he was just so high. <laughs> Michael, this year we're going to start from up there. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, dude. Yeah, you got it, dude. Another benefit of swimming is safety. Look what happened with the cyclists. Look at what happened in all of these other events. You have a lifeguard there who has the worst job imaginable. What is a lifeguard going to do during a swimming event at the Olympics? You know, I saw that picture. It says, you know, probably the most useless jobs. And I, I laughed over it because, honestly, I mean, I I get it. You know, every, you know, your pools are synonymous with having lifeguards. But <laughs> do you really, really need to have a lifeguard amongst the best swimmers in the world? That goes to show you how dangerous Rio is. <laughs> That no, that's true. She's actually not. A, she is a special form of lifeguard. That uh, it's a special Zika CPR that she, she can perform. Yeah, which is just stabbing somebody in the throat and putting them out of their misery. I'm surprised she would like blow a whistle, stand up, and go crack it. Just this thing come out of the pool. <laughs> well, we are we are swimming on, on top of the seventh. That's the Zika's final evolution. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Is the Kraken. That's what they haven't realized yet. And that's why you need to wake up, <laughs> United States. Listen. It's here now. The CDC needs to get on it. We have a Kraken situation. Listen now. up, sheeple. <laughs> <laughs> if you want the truth, 
Hillary, uh, Trump, it doesn't matter. We got cracking problems now. We got now. cracking. Ha- so what are you going to do about that, Donald? Hashtag cracking down. We're going to start a movement. Everybody listen. Hashtag cracking down. Hashtag Hillary. Hashtag Trump. <laughs> they need to, you know, tell us what their game plan for that is. Yeah. Zika? No. Hashtag Zika. Hashtag cracking down. Hashtag cracking down. So my question for you is, where do you think the game should be held in the future? Oh, it's set to say. I mean, let's look at where they've been in the past. I know it's been mm-hmm. probably 20 years before they were in the United States. Since Star- starting at Greece. Greece. Greece, right. Athens, Greece. <laughs> I believe that was in, um, it was it was probably in the 1800s, but I feel like I want to go back further. Oh, yeah. You know, B.C. Fir- oh, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. the first. So... <laughs> Okay, well, we'll fast, we'll fast forward a little so bit through So, Greece there. won Okay, Athens. so I remember the last, it's tough because i got to remember four years, two years, four years, yeah. you know, because the winter, summer. So, London was the last. London was last summer. So, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about summer. Okay, so where's the next summer? So, uh, London was there. Then, Tokyo. Ba- I think it's going to be Tokyo. Tokyo, oh, I mean. Yeah. So, it's Pyongyang. Well, no, I mean, it is going to, I mean, I, yeah, I believe yeah. it's going to be Tokyo, but. Do, you know, how do we feel about that? Do we care? It's South Korea, Japan, China. So what that tells me is we know where the majority of the funding uh, for the Olympic Committee comes from. Um, You know, I'm not, not knocking anything. I'm just look at where it's localized. This is supposed to be an international global event, and it seems pretty isolated. That is also saying that Beijing was not that long ago. Beijing was what, 2008? That they uh, yeah. they also had, a, a, they held an Olympics, so. And they had their share of controversies too. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's, I mean, it's China, so there's yeah. always going to be. We had Atlanta and we had Salt Lake City. Yes, I forgot about Salt Lake City. That was in the early 2000s. 2002 and 1996, yep. so. Uh, it's, and then look at the last 20 years. Yeah. North America, Europe, Asia. North America, Europe, Asia. South America, Rio being this year was the first that kind of deviated from that. Yeah. But, no, yeah, you're right. You can definitely see a pattern about where the money's coming from depending on your time period. Yeah. So it's interesting. And, look, I'm all I'm all for different host cities, um, but it just seems like we're doing one. It seems like we've kind of been cycled out a little bit. I mean, the last one that we had was 2002, and they're already scheduled up to 20, 2022. Mm-hmm. That's what all of this was about, ladies and gentlemen, is just, I know that... The United States, again, is getting the short end of the just stick. Just getting the shaft. I mean, you know, we don't get any respect amongst the world anymore. We should... We should get a medal and short stick getting. No, we, we you know we make our own Olympics. That's what I said, with blackjack. Man. Yeah, the hookers. And hookers. <laughs> Forget the Olympics. <laughs> um, but I know that. So there has been a, a big debate as far as well. I know all this bad stuff is happening in Rio, but you still have to watch it because these people train their entire lives. And it's the only way to show your support. I don't think that that's true. No. I think that you can show your support in your heart by 
spreading the word about the Olympics, re- going on Twitter, reading about it, cheering on those people, you know, you know, maybe looking at some of the things that the individuals are involved in, donating to some of the things. Because these athletes are essentially in poverty. Some of them, if they don't have a sponsorship, they, they are in debt because they have to train and they have to pay for all this equipment and all these things. If you want to show your support, if you want to be a real patriotic American, maybe you take money and put it towards their training and uh, for the next Olympics. I just feel that when it comes, we're talking shows, and when it comes to the Olympics, everybody, it's it's what's on for one to two weeks. Yeah, it just it is. It's just left on every television, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at the end of the day what happens after the Olympics. How many countries do you know of that have Olympic stadiums that it's a $2 billion project, $2 billion that could have been redirected into these countries, and they just sit there empty? Yep. Nothing. Nothing is done afterwards. It's like they become ghost towns. Yeah. Which is the real... Yeah, it's... I'd like to see documentaries on... Now, granted, you know, you look at the history of, of uh, a lot of these cities... You know, you got London, you got Vancouver, Beijing, Salt Lake City. These cities are, are fine. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen to Rio after this? You know, it, it was already in a bad situation to begin with. They have people sleeping. They have people sleeping literally out on a rock in open air. And that's true. I mean, you can, you can, that is a fact. You can yeah. look that up. Um, how many people could that facility hold and house? You know, are you going to turn it into a development? That That's so I think that was, this will be the last question and topic we discuss. How could they tweak this? So we talked about where they're going. Could they could they do this? Let me see if this is feasible. Could they have one stadium that they erect in all of these places? Build up, tear down. You kind of recycling the same material and then just instead of having... I mean, you've got the, the some of the raw materials there. Would it be feasible? I think it would be kind of iconic to have when you see this. This, I mean, everybody knows what the Superdome looks like. Everybody knows what their specific football arena kind of looks like. Could you imagine the when the Olympic arena goes up? You know, okay, this is where it's being held, and you could market it a little bit. I, I mean, am I crazy, or does that seem like it might be feasible? I mean, the actual financial burden is is the, the main thing. But at the very least, they have a PR nightmare. They've been having a PR nightmare for, for a year now. But now the Olympics are actually happening. And the the warnings and the threats are real. And stuff is, is, is happening. You know, they, they have to deal with the PR nightmare first and foremost. Because... It's the only way to try to um, to battle the negative pub- publicity because if you can get past that, then you, I don't know, I feel like it's it'll be a lot easier to deal with the financial burden later, to, to figure out a better way to, to reconcile everything yeah. once the athletes are gone, once all the tourists are gone. Yeah. Because and, and and that's the thing, you know. It's, it's. I mean, we still remember. Um, was it? I, it wasn't Salt Lake City. It was Atlanta. The 
uh, it wasn't even, um, it ended up being nothing, but there was a threat of, mm-hmm. of, of terrorism. Yep. Ended up being nothing, but that Olympic Games will always have that Onus. sour note. It will yeah. have that on it. And Rio is always going to be remembered as just being all of the issues that they had. It, it, well, it is. We talked about all of the issues right at the outset. And it was to give you an idea of the, you shouldn't have to compete against the environment that you're competing in. I can understand. I can understand if you know you're running in the rain, if you're running cross country, if you happen to be outside. Um, I can understand those things, but you should not have to go up against crime and issues that are. It's none of your concern. It's the country. They. It's the country's concern. They should fix it. They should fix that. If you want to be a host city, money should not be the driving factor. You should be a shining example of we are a host city. This is how this is how we are on the global stage. You should want to come here and emulate us. That is how every Olympic game should be. You should not look you should not be able to Google the host city and see the top five controversies before the Olympics. You should start. be at your best and and I hate to use this example, but it's really good. It's like when a city and a venue host a Super Bowl yep. and their power goes out during the damn Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, it's gonna be a stink that is gonna be set on the Mercedes Benz Superdome in New Orleans. And unfortunately the Saints too, because yeah. even though the Saints had nothing to do with it, yeah. it's New Orleans. But it's 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 not on the same scale, but it is as embarrassing yeah. it's the same thing it's like well, you want to represent no. you want to be your best and it's a it's a very good you and bring up that happens point. during the super bowl yeah it's a very good point because you also have oh well new orleans they look at the crime rate and it's you know there are some similarities there as as far as what we're talking about but at the end of the day the city steps up and people come in and what are all the stories this is one of the most unique cities in America. New Orleans, true, true. New Orleans is a country unto itself. Those are the type of things that you want to see. And while that's happening in Rio, the I feel like it's reaching. I feel like people are really trying. It's This is the best way that I can describe the Rio Olympics. It is a spokesman standing in front of a beautiful landscape going, Welcome to the 2016 Rio Olympics. Cut! And then they roll that backdrop away, and then it's just slums and people just yeah, living just in poverty. Trash piled up 10 feet high. Yeah. What disgusting, polluted water. Yeah. Just sloshing around. You're, you're just... They're competing at the Simpsons uh, tire fire. <laughs> we called it New Orleans Summer Olympics 2024. That should be the bid. Yeah. The Summer Olympics, the whole world on the eyes of New Orleans... In the in the midst of hurricane season, what could go wrong? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, we we can prove them wrong. Yep. You heard we, it here. We can control nature. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. Yep. That's after. Uh, so we got Tokyo in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty four. Right in New Orleans. In the heart of hurricane season. In the heart, and in the heart of uh, the hearts and minds of of all of the entire state. Yes. The entire country, the entire world. 
Sounds like somebody's about to be elected to the Olympic Committee. This guy right here. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Who's got two thumbs and wants to do that? <laughs> Not me. Yeah. <laughs> Who's got two thumbs and Zika? <laughs> <laughs> well, that about wraps it up for talk shows, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to wait until 2024 for the next podcast. We'll be right back here talking more shows, more movies, more of the things that you want to hear about, and more of the things that you love for producer stuff. This is Alex. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Good night.